You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey theatre fans, welcome and thanks for tuning in. This is just a quick heads up for everyone with warning uh, triggers around this topic. This episode does contain conversations about rape and sexual assault, so please, please, please be careful as you listen through. Enjoy, and we will see you on the other side. Theatre fans one and all, welcome back to the We Are Theatre podcast. Today we are still in the UK. I seem to be making a home over here, guys, even though I'm on the other side of the world. Um, But we are talking about another amazing play uh, that is coming to you guys in London. Uh, I am joined today by Callum and Georgina uh, from Penetration. Hey, guys, how are you going? Hi. Good morning. Lovely to be here. Thanks for having us. No, no stress at all. Uh, let's kick everybody off. Do you guys want to give us a little overview of what this show is about? Um, and we'll go into depth later on about, obviously, the themes and everything. But just give us an overview of what they can expect coming to see this show. Yes. Well, the play Penetration explores the confusion which surrounds society's failure to understand the concept of consent. And when Sean, my character, is accused of rape by Anna played by Georgina. The play follows their journeys over the next three years and how their lives are completely derailed by this uh, event. I love that. Deep. I, yeah. Wow. What a journey. Um, So as your characters obviously have kind of almost polarizing parts in the play to an extent, um, Go through and just explain your character's role um, in a little more depth, not giving away too much, but like just give us a little more context as to your characters. Um, Gina, do you want to start? Absolutely. So I'm playing the character of Anna and she is a medical student. Uh, we're looking at kind of the early 20s age group and she's university and uh, it's about a moment that happens uh, between her and Sean. Uh, I think she has no idea the, the, the way it will affect the rest of her life, you know, the way it will affect the rest of his life. Uh, but I think it's a really important conversation about consent, um, especially in the world we're in, and hopefully it will be kind of an education and will start to prompt sort of questions in the audience members' minds when they come see it. I love that. Cal? <laughs> I play the, the character of uh, Sean Jackson. And Sean is a medical student and very much one of life's sort of winners. He, he is uh, accused of, of rape. And it's, from there, it's quite a, an agonizing decline um, for the next three years while he is awaiting trial. 
Um, and the play, it's, it's a challenging journey for, for, for both characters and it, it explores both of their journeys. Um, for, for the character of Sean, uh, he is barred from his university. Um, he, he is, his name is out there in public and everyone knows um, Sean Jackson is known as a, as a, as a rapist. Um, and I guess it, it follows the impact of that on, on his life psychologically. Um, and uh, it, it is a slow and, and steady decline. Um, and, and yeah. Yeah. How, how long have you guys been working on this show for? Like, were you a part of this cast prior to lockdowns and everything? Yeah, so this show is uh, said to be on April 2020, um, <laughs> before the world exploded. Um, so we've had two postponements. Uh, but we're finally here. We've been uh, in the rehearsal room for just over a week now. It's completely amazing to be in the room. But yeah, it started off, we had sort of the odd meeting on Zoom to kind of keep the momentum going over those very long 18 yeah. months. Um, but yeah, it's just so great to be in the room and finally doing and telling these stories and going on these journeys. Yeah, and getting back into the room, obviously we had the big kind of um, we Me Too movement come through during that lockdown period as well. So coming back into that rehearsal room after that period away, um, were perspectives a little different or do you, ha as actors, do you feel like you had already been kind of dealing with that conversation and those themes that were brought up due, due to that Me Too movement going back into that rehearsal room? I think there's been some amazing conversations in the rehearsal room. I mean, there's been a lot of discussion, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, I just think, you know, we're in this world of a no means no culture. And actually, you know, we should be looking at affirmative consent that yes means yes. You know, yeah. silence is not consent. Um, and, you know, you're not spoiling a moment. You are seeking consent. I think it's a time when women are claiming bodies as their own. Um, and it's just so important that, you know, we are educating and we are continually learning because things are changing. You know, as you say, you know, for the last 18 months, so much has changed. Yeah. And it's very aware of the world we're in now and how far we have to go, but how far we really, you know, just need to be educating and learning. And this is such a hot, important thing. I mean, I've been, you know, rehearsal has been amazing because, you know, I felt very passionate about this. Um, I guess being being a woman and just just the conversation of the cast would be absolutely just fantastic. Um, and yeah, I'm just really excited to tell this story. Uh, yeah, I think what just to add on to what what Gina was saying, um, I think this play, having first read it about two and a half years ago, uh, it's completely transformed my own opinion and my own understanding of of consent and the boundaries. Um, that I think are really important. And, you know, talking, talking from a personal perspective, um, when I've had sort of sexual relationships uh, since reading the play, my, my sort of, uh, my approach has changed. Um, the way that I think about things in the room is different. And I think that that's why this play is very important. It's completely, it has a profound impact on the way that we think about consent and, and those boundaries. Um, and I think that, if we can, if there can be one or two people that leave the audience after watching the play and, and question stuff that they've done in the past and, and, and look to the future and see how they can change their approach when uh, having a sexual um, experience, 
I think that we've we've, we've done a we've done our job, um, and I think that's the really important thing about this this piece of theatre. Yeah, and that shines a brilliant light on like my biggest takeaway from this last eighteen eighteen months is how much I was uneducated and had to re uh, uh, like relook at approaches to those situations myself and like why why isn't this how I did things like why do I have to make this change like it just absolutely dumbfounded me like why wasn't this instilled in me from ages ago like why why is this a conversation that actually needs to be had (laughs) absolutely and at school uh, and at university you know these conversations from my experiences of school and university, they weren't, they weren't happening. Yeah. And I think it's really important from a very young age that we start having these conversations with children uh, about consent yeah. and teaching them the, 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 the boundaries uh, and understanding what consent means, because I think that's the way that we're going to do it. Um, uh, starting at a very young age and, yeah. and get these things instilled uh, because too many people who are that you know that, that I know that don't have don't have this understanding um, uh, and across the world that don't have this understanding about about consent. Um, so I think starting young and starting at school and starting at university, you know, it's really important to help um, solve this 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 issue. Absolutely, and I think there's so many times where you put down a bad experience as sort of miscommunication or bad sex, but you know, so many people don't report things that happen, sexual assaults, um, whether because they can't think about it as rape because they almost want to disassociate themselves from what happened or, you know, they're not sure whether it was really rape because we have this stereotype of what rape is and if it doesn't exactly fit that blueprint, you know, victims could feel that therefore that that denies their experience. So I just think there's so many brilliant things going on in this play that opening so many conversations. Um, yeah, it's been really, really brilliant to work on. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, as actors and um, like creative people, doing research into roles, especially with a topic like this, how did you go about discovering your characters and really understanding the weight of the themes that you were presenting on stage to do them justice as well as portray a story? For me, for me I, I went to speak to people that and spent a lot of time with those that have been... Uh, accused of rape and to understand the impact it has on them physically uh, and emotionally and getting under the skin of, of those people and hearing their real accounts of, of their journeys with it uh, helped me to sort of tap into tap into that um, and to explore those different uh, those different states both physically and mentally um, before getting into the rehearsal room just to get my just to get clarity on the on, on you know the feeling um once we've been in the rehearsal room uh, we've done we've done a lot of work in the rehearsal room haven't we um and uh, yeah there's been uh, there's been a lot of debate about the topic and i think that's that's great um and and yeah and just just doing as much research as as, as i can really about uh, about people that have gone through this uh and understanding how it's how it's affected them um and, and trying to sort of get that in the body uh, as much as mm. possible because it's to get into these states quite quickly uh, you know as an actor you need to have little ways of being able to access them um, you know on the turn of a sixpence really and yeah. uh, 
for me as an actor, I like to work a little, quite physically uh, and, and use um, physicality to help me enter these states. Um, and so I guess just speaking to loved ones that have been through uh, people that have been very close to me about uh, depression and, and, and suicidal thoughts and, and, and getting into you know, the, how that has an effect on, on your, your tone of voice uh, and the way your eye contact and where you look and the way you touch your face and where your weight is in the body and, 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 and all of these, and all of these things. And then, you know, as I'm walking on the street, just for a moment, tapping into Sean and seeing, you know, how he would walk down the street when I'm brushing my teeth, you know, how would he brush mm. his teeth in that morning? Um, so I guess it's, it's in the rehearsal room and then it's also, you know, when you're in this process, whilst you're doing the show, it's, uh, it, for, for me as an actor, I find it useful to, to tap into it as much as I can um, so that I sort of, it's, it's in the body and it's in the, it's in the body. And so that when, when the show opens, you know, it's all muscle memory, it's all there. And, and all I have to do is, is turn up on stage and listen to the other actor and, and, and hope that it's, it's it, all the work has been done um, so that, you know, it can be a truthful and honest reflection of, of the character and, and, and do him and do him justice because this play was, uh, as written and was inspired by seven true stories. So there's a lot of, it's, it's, it's a lot of truth in there. And, um, you know, for, for me, it's, I've got, a, I've got a duty to, to, to be this character, Sean, and to, to, to reflect it as truthfully and honestly as possible, just to do service to these stories. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Gina? I uh, have been also talking to just lots of women, my loved ones, friends of friends, uh, just gathering so much information because I think the tragedy is, is these are the most common types of rape yeah. go to trial. So I think I've just been trying to kind of gather a lot of experience, how women feel. I've been doing so much reading. I mean, we've been coming sort of to rehearsals and then we, we sort of end up going home and spending hours and hours and hours reading and listening to podcasts and researching and just really trying to just fully, fully embody what's happened to Anna. Um, and um, just, yeah, there's sort of a, so much information online is what I'm finding and it's actually quite um, just staggering you know how many people have had these sort of quite awful experiences so you know collating a lot of that information and yeah there's been so much body work because you know you do you know trauma and where it is in your body and how you hold it and how it affects you and what's so interesting about the play is because it's over a three-year period you yeah. really get to go on this journey of the character um and physically I mean you know every scene you come on there's 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 a huge physical shift because of something that's gone on and it's it's just fascinating. There is so much to unpick and it's such detailed work and it is just such a pleasure to be working on something um, that feels, yeah, so honest and that we are telling people's stories, uh, sometimes that maybe have never been told. Um, and I think that is so important. So I feel a lot of sort of weight on me to do this justice. Yeah, 100%. I read multi-layered when I was reading a description of this show and now I'm like, I don't think multi is like a big enough <laughs> word there to use. Um, so taking all of this on, getting into the rehearsal room, um, and I just want to go through this from kind of not so much a, a patron's perspective, but for those in the industry, um, 
I think more and more of these types of shows are coming out. We're seeing it on Broadway with things like um, Jagged Little Pill that just opened is discussing these same types of things in that musical format. Um, getting the material in your hands, reading this play, realising what it is dealing with and then getting into a room with other creatives, what were those initial kind of uh, – meetings with all the cast and crew like to get everybody on the same page have everybody understand cool we're trying to do this but we're going to do it in a way that's respectful to everybody give everybody time to learn and grow with their characters and their involvement in this story in different ways um just what was that initial process like um for you guys and interacting with everybody else that's in the show as well i think this has been a very collaborative process um, the, it's a new piece of writing, so it's never been performed before. Cool. And so with that in mind, the director was very keen to ensure that we all had a part to play. And when we're rehearsing, we're all often in there. And we, there are certain lines that, you know, that we, we've been able to, 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 to discuss and see if, if that really is the right line there. And if, if that's, we've, we've had a, it's been a very, I think the director has been very collaborative yeah, in this absolutely, process. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's been really nice because, you know, sometimes it's just uh, one way and, and, and that's the way led by, by the director. And I think this has been a nice experience because he wanted to pull out the creative uh, ideas of, of all of us in the room. Um, I think the, the first time I, I, I read this play was, it was about two and a half, three years ago, actually. And it was, it was for a rehearsed reading of this play um, at, a, at a drama school in London. Um, and so that was the first time I read the words with, with an audience. Uh, and from that experience, the, the, the play, it, it slightly changed because we had that response from the audience. And um, it's, so it's been, it's been a changing, breathing, living organism since mm. the very early stages, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And, yeah. and from that rehearsed reading, um, you know, it, it, things have changed. And, and, and the way that we've discussed the play and, and up until now, you know, things are all, and things are still changing, aren't they? A little bit every day. Absolutely. Um, and we're still finding these nuances and these, these, these little, um, uh, these little nuances in the play, which is, uh, which is really cool. Cause it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's never, it's never going to be the same same play. Um, so I guess it's been a collaborative process um, mm. because it's new writing and um, it's been it's been lovely. Okay. Also, there's so many different ages and you know genders in the room. There was there's there's, there's, there's so many different people in the room that um, we've all got our own uh, ideas and our own opinions on it, yeah. and some of them have been completely shifted. Um, and I think that's really cool as well. Is that We've got, you know, young and old uh, and uh, different generations. So just having that conversation has uh, changed our own opinions. Um, I can only tell from a personal perspective, you know, my, my, my opinion on this, my, my ideas on this have completely been transformed yeah. um, during the process of, of opening up the play and learning about it as much as possible, which I think is just a really, just a really good thing. Yeah, yeah. And for you, Gina, anything to add on there? Yeah, just it's been lovely that everyone has a voice that is so valued in a rehearsal room. And I think when you're working in a room, I think we're all just so, as you know, people, we're so happy to be there after 18 months of strangeness. And there's so much passion in the room. And then to have these conversations and see people's perspectives shift 
it's just so exciting because that's what theatre is all about, really, isn't it? That's why we love it. It, it, make, it, it challenges you. It makes you think, um, you know, the best plays I've seen in my life are the ones that you walk out and it's almost like your brain is imploded. Because You're still thinking about them three days later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're unpacking everything. And I just really hope this play will start wonderful conversations, very important conversations, and we'll maybe do that to some people. And, uh, you know, I just think that's, that's when theatre is doing its job, isn't it? A hundred percent. And that leads me perfectly into this next question. Getting this show on stage after so long, delays, delays, lockdowns, getting in there, getting that audience in and getting to actually present this story for audience consumption and to hear that initial reaction and see faces during the show. What are you guys most looking forward to in that first encounter with an audience after this, all this time? For me, it's the sort of pin drop moment of listening and sharing an experience. I think one of the things I just found so sad about um, theatre closing down so long was, you know, that moment you can be sitting next to a complete stranger and you're both crying and you've never met each other, but you've connected over a story that you've seen in front of you. And I think it's that feeling of shared experience. Um, the first time I went back into a theatre when things have opened up here in London, <laughs> I cried because I just found it so moving to be sharing and, you know, connecting with people again in a way because theatre connects you to people like nothing else. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, for me, it's, I think it's the, the, the coming together and, and sharing that I'm just so excited about. 100%. I tried to explain that to a friend of mine, um, had never been to theatre and I was like, you just don't get it. Like, it's one thing to watch a musical on your TV um, and shout out to Hamilton and everything like that. I watched that and I was like, this isn't the same. Like, and then I got back in that first show. I had people around me and you just heard everybody as that overture started, everybody just took this and everybody. And I, someone told me, um, in a recent podcast that, did you know when people go to the theater? Um, I don't know if it's the same with plays, but I know with musicals, everybody, nearly everybody's hearts beat in sync with the <laughs> music. And the, I know. And I was like, whoa, that is, <laughs> Speaks to the the uh, absolute reason why we need theatre in our community. I think. Um, but back to the question, Callum. <laughs> what are you looking forward to? I love the idea of all of our hearts beating in unison. Uh, the I think what I'm looking forward to is is after the show is the is the discussion and 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 friends coming up and saying, you know, God, that like I'm going to reevaluate the way that I. Uh, interact with 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 in the bedroom, um, and I'm going to inter- uh, reevaluate my own behaviour. Um, and I think those discussions that we have afterwards are going to be really, really uh, interesting. Um, we've got a couple of Q and As actually uh, during the during the run, and I think those are going to be fascinating as well. Yeah. Uh, with audience members um, asking questions to the the writer um, Carolyn Lloyd Davis and the director. Um, and, and and the cast. So I think those are going to be super cool. But but yeah, no, very excited to be to be getting back on stage. It's been a long two year period, really, like a year period. So um, I, I don't know what the feeling. I can't. It's been so long. The feeling I'm not quite. <laughs> this play's been a long time in the waiting. It really has, and it's. I've been super excited to to get stuck into it because. And it's a very important story to be told. And uh, yeah, I, I'm very excited to, to get back on stage. 
Yeah, I get this feeling that it was almost meant to be delayed. So what has happened could happen. So fingers crossed for you guys. For you guys listening, um, highly recommend the show. I will not be able to make it because I'm on the other side of the damn world. But please go for me like every other show that we've spoken about recently. Um, you guys are on from the 22nd of September to the 9th of October at the cockpit. Um, the links to all tickets and everything will be down below, guys. So make sure you're clicking on there. Uh Guys, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you guys. That was such a great chat. Um, and I've definitely got a lot out of it. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Man. It's been uh, great fun. No worries. Guys, you will catch us in the next episode of the We Are Theatre podcast next week. Uh, thanks for joining us. Bye. See ya. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.